So for today's podcast, we welcome Jared Toach. Jared is one of our early learning directors. So Jared, thanks for coming in today. Also joined by Sarah Fithian. Sarah is one of our kindergarten teachers. She's also one of our academic coaches. So both of you are here today because you certainly know just a little bit, to say the least, about young children and young children who may be in early learning and are getting ready for kindergarten. So we're really close to kindergarten enrollment time for this coming fall. And we say fall, it's really school starts in August. The cutoff is August 1st. So really any child that's in Vandenberg County uh, that's going to be five by August 1st is eligible to enroll for kindergarten. So let's jump right in because I know we've got parents listening who have questions and concerns, and I get it. They may be nervous thinking about their child starting official traditional school now. So Jared, let's think about from your lens for early learning. So what kind of things do parents need to be thinking about if they've got a four-year-old who's going to turn five by August 1st? Yeah, so absolutely it is kind of a nerve-wracking time sure it is. for everybody. Um, it might be your first experience, so you've got nerves you know, going on. But some of the things to think about is um, socialization and children being around other children, um, especially if maybe you only have an only child or maybe they just have siblings and they've spent a lot of time at home with just their siblings. Um, so thinking about getting your children out and about. Um, and it's really funny to me, maybe to some others, that you said immediately the socialization part. You didn't say if your child knows their alphabet or if they know their right, numbers. I mean, right. you went right to socialization. Right. So we know that that's, a, that's half, I don't, for lack of a better term, it's half the battle, <laughs> you know, is sure. um, if I'm going to learn um, skills and concepts and those types of things once I get into school, like, Getting along with my friends is important and being able to see other people's perspectives, have empathy, all of that. And um, just getting your children out, um, exposed to museums, to parks, playing with other children is part of socializing. And, and they run into conflict, you know, and they have to problem solve through that. So, Sarah, when you hear Jared talk about that, so fast forward to when school starts, I mean, how does that impact then the kindergarten classroom, the teacher, that student talking about socialization skills? That's interesting. That was your first response. That would be, have been my first response. We, we know that letters, numbers, reading is all part of kindergarten. But for some of our students, this is their first experience in a classroom with more than maybe nine kiddos. Um, a lot of preschools or pre-programs or daycares, they have a smaller number and we could have in the 20s. And, and that's a lot of kiddos for some of these um, little guys that come to us. So being able to get along with your peers, you use kind words, um, maybe waiting. Uh, sometimes you're not the first person who might get called on or who might have a need. It's not easy to take turns. It's not easy. Turn. Not all about <laughs> right. you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Not all about you. That can, yeah. that can be tough. Um, so just being Especially able to when you're five that. years yes. old yeah. or yeah. 35. Or <laughs> right. 35. Right. <laughs> so, um, so that's a big, big um, skill, something they could be working on immediately. Even with younger siblings, if you have younger siblings in the home, practicing and sharing, um, those are some of the big things that we work on at the very beginning. We're going to hit academics. We're still going to work on social, emotional, and behaviors, but um, being prepared before school starts, getting a head start now, sure. that's important. Sure. So, Jared, you and Sarah both bring up an interesting point about that. And, and I want to go back and touch on something Sarah just said. So she's talking about kids that may be coming from preschool. Even someone who's been in a preschool environment, it may be a bit of a transition to traditional kindergarten. So from your expertise, talk about what that looks like. If I'm a parent and my child has been in preschool, 
how does that impact? You know, it maybe doesn't necessarily mean a seamless transition, but I know we're going to get everyone ready and they're, they're going to fall into that pattern of being successful. But how does that look in, in a preschool type environment? So part of that uh, piece of transition or helping children, you know, kind of gear up for that next phase of their life Within the school setting, you are exposed in a preschool. You are exposed to more children. Um, you are exposed to some of those academic components and all of those types of things. And then talking about the, I don't know if you want me to talk a little bit about the transition, what sure. would ease the transition. Absolutely. Um, because every preschool is different and every setting that a child comes from is very. Like how so, if I'm a parent, I hear you say that. Just what's an example of how preschools may be different? So oftentimes in a preschool setting, you might see a lot of play-based learning. So children um, are doing a lot of play and exploring um, through play. They're learning about numbers, letters, counting, um, how to get along with each other through play, right? And so then as you transition to a kindergarten classroom, um, you don't always see as much play in a kindergarten classroom. And so there's more time sitting and more time waiting and more time completing tasks and those types of things. So... um, as you begin to transition into kindergarten, kind of like Sarah was saying, like having, you know, having those, creating those moments where children might have to wait a little bit, you know, or um, take turns or share things or um, just creating those things that would ease the transition. Also, um, another recommendation that I, I think is great is visiting a kindergarten classroom with your child. Okay. Um, so checking it out before you ever step foot in your first day of school, like, Go check, ask to see if you can see a kindergarten classroom, tour a kindergarten classroom. What does it look like? How is it different? How is it the same? Um, Just kind of helping to ease that transition. Sure. And when you think about that, and that's a good point, visiting classrooms. So, Sarah, speaking on behalf of, of someone who is a kindergarten teacher, talk to us about what that looks like in our schools. And I know it may be slightly different from school to school, but we have kindergarten enrollment period. We have Roundup or open house. Some schools call it slightly different, but how can those type of events help parents sure. and children? So um, it looks different from year to year, and and um, we have an upcoming event usually in April okay. where we will meet with parents um, and we talk about what you can expect. We talk about the same things that Jared was just mentioning about um, how you can start getting ready now. You have from April to August, mm-hmm. um, or as early as as we start listening to, to podcasts and getting getting prepared. Sure. Um, then we have other events closer to the school year, um, and some schools do it a little bit differently, but you might be able to go in and see a classroom, um, not while our school is in session, but you'll be able to then go in and see where the rooms are. That eases a lot sure. of the parents' minds. We talk about getting the, the students prepared, but a lot of parents, and I can speak on that half as well. Yeah, half I mean, well. you've got young I kids. have a kindergartner, sure. um, and it was a different experience. I've, I've done kindergarten for a long time, and being a parent is totally different. I think I forgot everything that I would normally tell a parent, and I was, okay. I was a mess on day one um, with all the questions, will my child know where to go, and, and all of those concerns and worries that you have. So we have those opportunities where they can come in. You can also contact the school and ask, is there a time that you would have? Um, There's no harm in asking. There's no harm in reaching out and seeing, you know, could we talk about this or do you have something coming up that I could attend? Um, So when you think about that, you know, put your parent hat back on for Mm -hmm. a second and think about those experiences and Jared chime in here. What do you think, what do you think is two or three of the top questions, concerns, worries that parents may have, especially if this is their first child who's getting ready to enroll in kindergarten? 
A big one would be finding the classroom every day. Mm -hmm. Drop-off is a big deal. Whether it's my child's coming to you on a school bus or I'm dropping them off or grandma's dropping them off or they're going to use your daycare program if the school has it. Before school daycare. Before school. Mm -hmm. Um, Is my child going to make it to your classroom every day? What what are you doing or how do I ensure that that happens? And I, I can speak from a our school's experience that we have, we have visuals and we practice and um, those, those open house and um, roundup days are really important because your child gets to experience walking Mm -hmm. down to the classroom and finding where they're going to go. And then of course, as a teacher, we practice that on day one. Those are some of the first things we do other than making sure everyone's there and, and being kind as we practice and practice and practice. So that's a big fear. And as a parent, that was a big fear, even though I had lived it and I've told many parents, oh, don't worry, it'll be fine. We have everything set sure. in place. I was driving to my own school worrying, I hope my child got there okay. Well, we understand that. I mean, we right. can empathize with parents going through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and even if it's your second child, maybe there's been a few years in between. Maybe you're in a different school environment if you've moved or something. I mean, clearly. So I think both of you would agree there's nothing wrong with being a bit nervous as oh, a parent. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely we, not. And what type of things are do preschools do, especially in the spring, Jared? If you're in, I'm going to refer to it as pre-K. So for those the, the pre-K programs where the students, most of them are going to be going to kindergarten, then what type of things are they doing as they enter this home stretch of the year here in another month or two to really get kids ready? So uh, a lot of our teachers, depending on where they're located and where our schools, our programs are based, but some of them might make visits to some of the classrooms, mm-hmm. might make visits to the cafeteria. Um, the other thing that you'll see happening in the classroom is teachers begin talking about kindergarten. What does it look like mm-hmm. in kindergarten? Um, reading books about kindergarten, what things might you Building see? up that excitement. So building things, up yeah. that excitement of what you might see in kindergarten. Um maybe sharing experiences or um, having pen pals from kindergarten share some of their, like, oh, I made it, I survived kindergarten, you know, <laughs> right, here's right, my experience. Right. Um, those are some of the things, like, that we'll see some of our teachers doing um, within our pre-K programs to kind of ease, it's more about easing the children's um, their nerves and the parents and the families, mm-hmm. but also easing the children, cause, making that transition smoother. So it's not that we can per se, download all the information for day one. But if I can just make the child feel more comfortable um, with that transition, like, oh, that's the cafeteria that you were telling me about, or, oh, that's the librarian who we're going to go see, and um, that's the principal, you know, all of those types of things. So we really try to incorporate that into our days um, as we get closer to that, you know, summer break, but then we know children are going to be moving forward to kindergarten. And what advice, Jared, would you have for um, maybe for a child, maybe one of the parents has stayed home and they are not in a in a preschool program. And so they've been at home. And you've mentioned that at the very beginning of our podcast. Um, what tips, advice would you give to them if they're not in a pre-K type environment to help make that transition successful as well? So I would say like, Visiting the library, visiting museums, those types of things, but also maybe um, hooking up with some, you know, meeting up with some other families, people maybe who have had that experience before, um, gone through that. Um, So ask them questions. Um, Sometimes I I would say, like, look on the Internet, but you have to be really careful about that because (laughs) (laughs) you could find anything. Well, that's true. Yeah. Good point. 
But, you know, just exposing your child to those things, but also getting to know the school yourself. Um, if your child has never been, what does what do teachers expect when your, mm-hmm. the children walk in um, the door? Is there something that I can do during the summer to help mm. um, ease the transition? So find enroll in the school. Um, ask the teacher if you can meet the teacher before school begins. Find out, is there something that I could do during the summer with my child? Um, and really finding, connecting, I would say connecting with the school. Um, sure. Is if you've never gone through it and your child has stayed at home, get connected with the school prior to the first day. Sure, sure. So first day then, Sarah, let's kind of fast forward. So you're that kindergarten teacher or all the kindergarten teachers you've worked with over the year. It's that it's that first week of kindergarten. If I'm a parent, what does that look like? What can I expect in August when I say goodbye to my child in the morning and they're going to spend their entire day at school? What's it going to look like? Lots of tears from the parents. <laughs> okay. Kidding. Once in a um, while, though, when you have what, tears. Yeah, if you're me. Um, so the first the first week is is a lot of like I said, procedures, practice. We practice everything from using social stories, using a lot of books and text mm. to practice and see what kindergarten looks like with with visuals. Um, we talk to the students about everything we're going to do um, that's upcoming, so their their fears are eased. So if they've sure. been in a in a setting before where they've had schooling hey, this might be similar to what you did in your preschool, your pre-K, your daycare. Um, If you've never had schooling, you know what's coming next. Um, A lot of routines and procedures. We also start in with some academics right away, and that that was one of the questions you asked at the beginning um, was some of the top three things we hear. One is, um, my child doesn't know all their letters. Okay. Okay. And what do you say to that? Big deal. That's my job. That's part of my job. If your child comes to me and knows all 26 letters, awesome. That's going to help a little but bit. you are not a failure as a parent. You are not a failure <laughs> as a parent. Let's say that loud and clear. <laughs> not a failure. If your no. child is not writing sentences, knowing their alphabet, that type right, of thing. Right, right. We don't have a, a cookie-cutter kindergarten student who comes okay. to us. Obviously, some knowledge is mm-hmm. is helpful, but that's what we do. And we've placed such an emphasis lately on the foundations of mm-hmm. reading and the just stair-stepping all of those skills that, that that's really what we do. Um, if all of them came to us reading, you know, we would push them all beautifully along to first sure, grade. Sure. So so parents, I think, are worried that, well, mm-hmm. my child didn't get all of the letters or all of their numbers, or we still struggle writing our name with just one capital letter instead mm-hmm. of all caps. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. breathe. It's going to be fine. Sure. Um, that, those first, that first week, the first couple weeks, those are where we're really practicing things that are basic, like how to use the restroom on your own. Um, just basically and, what it's yeah. like to be a student at a traditional school. For yes, the day. yes. Being able to cut, hold a pencil, follow directions, line up when you're asked. Mm. Um, it seems kind of silly, but they're very simple things that if you've not had that before, if you've not sure. done that with a group of more than nine kids, that's what we're doing. Right. So, and and I, yeah, go ahead, Jared. So, Sarah, you had said something about um, routine. Yes. And that's one of the things if your child has not been to um, a child care center before or a pre-K program before, um, and they've been at home all the time. One of the things that I think is so, um, that I strongly recommend personally myself is finding a routine for your child, because when they go to school, you're going to, they're going, there's going to be a routine for the day, a time for breakfast, a time for lunch, a time um, for certain things and getting your child into a routine during the summertime, so a regular, like a regular bedtime or a regular um, time that you eat, uh, those types of things, so that it helps a child begin to adjust to the system that they're getting ready to enter. 
Sure, sure. I guess as as we kind of wrap up, and this has been a great conversation today, if you both were thinking of one piece of advice that you would want to pass along to any parent who's already getting nervous about the fact that their son or daughter is going to be starting kindergarten, luckily it's only getting ready to be here the beginning of February. So what is one thing, Jared, you would want a parent to know or to think about? That your child is, that your child, every child is unique. Every child is different. Just as snowflakes, there's not one snowflake alike. Your child is the same thing. There's not one child alike. So um, the comparisons, like trying to compare, well, my child's not like that child or this child or that child. Your child is your child and is very special. Um, And their journey of learning is completely different than any other child's. Great advice. Sarah? Just breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Sarah the teacher or Sarah the parent? It's both. I think it's both. Uh, We always kind of joke that we forget the beginning of the year in kindergarten because sometimes it can be very stressful because you're starting from ground zero. And we see so much growth in all children, Mm -hmm. every unique child from the time they start to the time they leave kindergarten are ready to move on. And then we kind of forget over the summer and we start fresh again. We go all the way back. We go all the way back to where we were. Um, So breathe. It will, it will be okay. We're, we are perfectly well equipped to handle every unique child and unique situation and it's going to be great. And everybody in kindergarten is very patient, very understanding. Yes. Uh, And it, it, you know, it is a last thing I want to say that it's very interesting. You said that because I truly think when you look at least my experience of the entire K-12 spectrum, pre-K-12 spectrum, I'm not sure any grade level of student makes as much growth from the beginning of the year to the end of the year is kindergarten because, as you said, they truly go from not really knowing what it's like to be in school all day right. to this amazing student in May. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is exciting. It's Very pretty cool. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks to both of you for coming in today. Right. Hope you. this was helpful. So Jared from Early Learning and Sarah from Kindergarten, um, hopefully this will help some parents and, and gives them give them some things to think about. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.